All right. This is Anthony Anderson and Will Appleton of the Rule the Jungle podcast. We just thought we would give you an early synopsis of today's episode. Will, do you want to go ahead and start? No, I'll let you start. You let me start last time. All right. So with that being said, basically our today's episode is just going to be about off-season expectations because I think Bengals fans sometimes have a tendency, at least from years of of going through grueling seasons and going through a lot of ups and downs of bad seasons past. Would you agree with that? Sure. That uh, we get a little in the negative. This episode is just about talking about the things that we've had to go through and just say that we're not seeing that. I think this is a, that we both agree that this is a team that this is what we've got now I think and both of us think is the success we're getting now despite not making it to the playoffs this year is sustainable so unless you have something that you wanted to add to it well because my thing is this like if you want to compare it compare it you can almost compare it to the longevity like like, like they say, the Steelers in the last couple of years, they still maintain being over five hundred. Yeah. Like last year, they were nine and eight. Right. Yeah. We were, you know, we were, you know, we beat them twice. Yeah. They still had a winning record. They probably you know we split with them last well, year. We split with them year before we beat them twice. Yes. But they still parlayed that success by showing up a couple more spots. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't want to have fully functional team without, you know, no, I guess faults. Well, no, I get but that. But they parlayed that into the playoffs this year. Yeah. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go right back on the horse. We can parlay the fact that we still, with all, everything that happened, still were 9-8, and eight, still a couple games away from actually being in the playoffs. Yeah. And making some hay with, with our backup quarterback. We, we, with all the problems that I brought up. You know, far as offense not being a sustained offense early because of the injury, defensive woes and injuries and all that. What we'll do is we want you guys to listen and listen to this. Enjoy this. And hopefully for any of you that may feel down about this season, maybe it'll give you guys some perspective. So what do you say? I say without further ado, what do you say? Without further ado... Cleveland sucks and Pittsburgh swallows. Enjoy the episode. And we are back for another episode and another off-season episode at that of the Rule the Jungle podcast. I am your host, Anthony Anderson, alongside my co-host, Will the Thrill Appleton. Very riled up today. Let's go. <laughs> How are you, sir? Let's go. I'm riled up. Let's All go. All right. Let's do this. Me and Will just got back because we decided to go grab some food and we were talking uh, football, talking life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just yeah. 
I had a something happen today where I'm on Facebook and one particular group that I'm in called Who Day Nation. And shout out to the members of them that said that and there's a particular mem member of that group. I'm not going to shout his name. At. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to cause any trouble with him. But he decided to go on the whole woe is me, fickle, oh, the Bengals won't ever win a Super Bowl. And the word I'm going to pretty much put at it is he basically said we're 0-56. In like oh we're owing in the fifties. You can't you can't you want to add something to this because at the end of the day we can't all we can't make the Super Bowl every year. All right, are you are you are you, are you ready? Yeah. All right, are y'all are y'all ready? For, yeah, I don't think y'all really ready for this this year. This is this is a special podcast today. Yes. Not 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 because this this person struck a nerve with me. Yeah. Not really. Not particularly. But I, I'm a. I'm, I'm gonna, I just found it interesting because I, I, I want to... Here we go. We, here, yeah. here comes the straight facts of the matter. Okay. All right. Okay. Since Joe Burrow has been a full-time starter in this league, right? Which came when? 2021, correct? 2020. No, well, that... No, he was no. drafted in 2020. But remember, he was injured. He didn't get injured, I think, till like week 10. All right. That's what I'm saying. He didn't play the whole year. Okay, well, okay. I, I see your, I see your, I see your, the point you're well, making. I mean, full okay. year in 2021, full year in 2022, right? Yeah. He didn't miss any games in those two years, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So we went to two, went to a Super Bowl and an AFC Championship game. You know how many years it's been since the playoff victory, right? 30 plus 30, years. 31, to be exact. I was at both of those games, by the way. Yeah, you and me both. I was at both of those wins. 31 years apart. Okay, uh, you know, um, okay, yeah, we're on three in this Super Bowl, right? But this guy, the, the, does this guy, did he watch all three Super Bowls? Well, I did. Uh, you I, know, I did. But, you know, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hear no, hear no, me okay. out, because the thing, anytime I get into debates mm. with fans, with other fans, sure. the, the first thing, and it's always the older fans, like the... Mm. Like for like forties, fifties, sixties, and so on. Okay. Because they'll say, "Oh, I've been a Bengals fan since before you were since you were in di since before you were in diapers." Basically, almost like trying to basically downplay the fact of what the, what the hell I do know. Sure. Uh, this guy's probably I'd say fifties, mid to late fifties. Okay, so he might barely be able to say that with me. But at forty six, he can. Yeah, he no, can, I get that. He can barely say that. And well, he he can't talk about anything happened for eighty one because not much happened, and I know this for a one percent fact because that's what I do. Yeah, not a lot happened because what? Not a lot happened before that, Anthony. Okay. No, I agree because okay. look at the history. Look at look at our guest that we had a few days ago, yeah. James Rapine, yeah. who wrote the Enter the Jungle book. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that. He, everything he puts in that book details. I kind of know, but I you know. And he, shout out to James. He was a wonderful guest when we had him. So shout out to you, sir. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I said, here we go. No, 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 no. Floor's yours. Because I'm still there. I'm still no, right you're, there. You're good. I, I'm go right ahead. there where I was. All right, let's go back to 2022. 
right? All right. Three Super Bowls, right? 81, 88, 2021. Combined total, right? Losses, right? Three losses, right? Yeah. Combined total, 12 points. Hmm, that's not bad, yeah. We in all four, all three of them games. And four, if we got the championship game, that lost. Yeah. All four, that's that's another three points. So that's what? What's that, 15 points? Yeah, that's A little, that's more, not... little, little more than two touchdowns away from being yeah. four-time, uh, maybe three-time Super Bowl champ and possibly even four-time. Yeah, okay. All right. Damn, that's an interesting take. Hold on. So when you say 0-156, I get what you're trying to do here. The old laws me thing is wrong. It's incorrect in this situation because this has still never happened in our history of our franchise. We've yeah, never we... been this good consecutively. In the 80s, it was up and down. I know. I lived the whole... Oh, it's very up and I down. I lived the whole... Not because I, I, I read know. that I read James's book and uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, the eighties was very very up and down. Coaster one year, same team, up down. Up, Where up, like down. this has probably been the most consistent. Yeah, yeah. Did we miss the playoffs this year? Yes. Yeah, we was it disappointing? Yes. Yeah, but, but when was the last time we made the playoffs with our starting quarterback missing a lot of games? We, we that doesn't happen. Yeah, it typically doesn't. It I don't doesn't think happen. That's any team. It didn't happen for us. We lost Carson Palmer for ten games. We didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. We never were gonna make the playoffs. He was gone for too many, too many games. Yeah. Jake Browning accounted himself very well this year. Okay, he went from obscure. I mean, really obscure because he never played. Yeah. To hey, you know what? He's caught up a pretty good niche in his league. Made himself a little bit of money, starting money. No, <laughs> should it be a starter? That's a that's another subject. That, yeah, that's so. When this guy comes out and says, "Oh, was me," that's fine. I'll let him stay on that island because there's not very many people on that island with him. There's a few fans that do that. That's fine. That's fine. But going forward, we still have a tremendous amount of talent. Even if we don't resign any of our free agents, we're still in the playoffs. We're still in the playoffs. I think what it is, and between you and I, I think everybody's still very – because an interesting point from our interview with James Rapine, yeah. and I brought up the, hey, what are your immediate thoughts on Joe's contract? Have you heard any of the hate that's being kind of thrown his way? Da-da-da-da-da. Because – like I said, I had a chance to look at that contract. That contract's not that bad. Hell, Deshaun's is more of a hit than his. But the the basic point of where we're getting at a is... A lot, a lot of guaranteed money in the challenge. Yeah. A lot of guaranteed money. All of it was guaranteed. There you go. A lot of it. That's the issue. That's the real problem. So, you know... And basically what it boils down to, because we've got, you have this thing where, and I think this is common, I I don't think it's just our fan base, but I think it's every team's fan base. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and, I, and this was on a previous, on one of our previous podcasts that we did talking about it. Yeah. That. I'll ask this question after you're done. Yeah, that. 
Everybody's Everybody Everybody thought that Joe should have took a team-friendly deal. I mean, or took less money to try to keep everybody. But at the end of the day, it's not his. It's not our money. At the end of the day, if you look at Joe's stats, top to bottom, all four years, or at least three of the four years, because I don't think his stats. I'd have to look at them for this year for twenty twenty three. They probably weren't terrible, but they were not. But they were terrible. Not at all. <clears throat> but to make a long story short, when you have a quarterback that is the talent level of a Joe Burrow, a Pat Mahomes, even though I don't think Pat Mahomes is better than Burrow in my opinion, but that's just, that's my opinion and that's what I'm and the beautiful thing about life is that people are entitled to their opinions. Well, I think that at the end of the day, when you have got have a quarterback or have anybody that is the talent level of said names I just mentioned, you pay them. You pay them well. You pay them to keep them around. The whole notion of everybody's worried about T. At the end of the day, realistically... And if you want to know our thoughts, feel free to listen to the previous podcast of our sit-down interview with James Rapine. T's going to get franchised. Going to get the franchise tag. Whether or not he stays after that, that's gonna, that remains to be seen. We don't know. Rather than speculate, we look we here on the Rule of the Jungle podcast, we try to look forward, not look back. So... I think T, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how much does he want to be here? How much, what is it, What is the idea guaranteed money that he's looking for? Because obviously we have to pay Jamar. Because Jamar, the fact that we got Joe, Jamar's going to stay. But we have to also work out what's the money that he wants. So... If T's money is if if what T and his agent David Mulligetta is asking for is too rich that could send us into cap hell, I'm not for it. But I'm gonna let Will go ahead because he's chomping at the bit and I see him rubbing his hands together. Yes, yes. He's, he's got some things that he wants to get off of his chest. Yes, so because you know the floor is yours, sir. Because because I I, I pose this I pose this to everyone that. That listens to this podcast, every single person. I would love for you, please answer down in the comments, all of you, answer this question. Would you rather have everybody else? Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, you know, all the offensive linemen, all the defensive linemen, and no Joe or Joe with nobody else. I'm taking Joe with nobody else because he's more important. Than everybody else. He he just proved it. He immediately. He proved he's the most important person on this damn team. So I don't I don't I don't understand why you even even question how much money we gave him. Give him all the damn money. It doesn't matter. Because without him it don't work. We just seen what happened. No, you're not wrong. That you saw what happened in twenty twenty. We didn't play. Saw what happened. We lost all the games. Saw what happened in twenty twenty this past season. You saw what happened. 
I, that's as good as we are with everybody else. And the good thing and no is, gel. and I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't get it. For anybody that wants to know the full breakdown, feel free to go to Spot uh, Spot Track. Spot, yeah. Is spot, spot Track? Go to Spot Track yeah, or just it, type in Joe Burrow contract. Yeah, that'll, that'll give you the full breakdown. That'll give you the full breakdown, cap hits, full nine. I like Look it. at it. <laughs> Compare that to, say, Deshaun Watson. Compare, Compare to, that to, say, Josh Allen. Compare to, that to, Mahomes. say, Pat Mahomes. Compare to Lamar Jackson. Compare, no, actually, you know what? Ex, ex Pat Mahomes because yeah, Pat Mahomes right. deal is actually rather team friendly. Yeah, it, I'll it, even yeah, I'll yeah. even give the I'll yeah. even give Kansas City the credit. They it's, they yeah. set their they set that up beautifully. It's longer, but it's longer. It, it looks worse. It looks more sustainable. In the it but looks after the first couple. It's it's fine. I'm it's okay. Yeah, so I'll give them that. I will give them that. So look at Lamar Jackson's. Look at Justin Herbert's. Look at. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they look at Daniel Jones. <laughs> those are contracts. Christ. Those are contracts that I'm wondering who the hell. Wonder what the hell is the general manager smoking? Daniel Jones, forty <laughs> million a year. No, that was that reeked of desperation. See, we're not desperate anymore. We know. We know how good he is. How come you guys out there don't realize how good he is? You watch the games, right? Did you not see the stretch when he was healthy, as opposed to the beginning year when we, everyone knew he wasn't? Yeah, and we're and like I look everybody at it like knew he this, wasn't healthy. And I look at it like this: I'm a proud I'm a proud Bengals fan. I've been a Bengals fan since the age of five, dude. Like literally, I've seen the work. Outside of yourself, you've been longer fan, much longer than I have. Just a little more tortured than you. That's all. Just a little, just a tad bit more tortured. It just gave me more better perspective on things. That's yeah, all. no, I get that. I want I want us to turn around and bring this together because at the end of the day we need to stand as a united front because at the end of the day a lot of these teams really look at us and they think we're a joke. They used to. Not so. Uh, there's still some out there. Like look at Pittsburgh. They still think we're a joke. They can't. They can't. They they, they ain't one of them. What are they? What are they talking about? I know. They the. But they, the, but they are them the, and the Ravens, they still sit there and try to say that they also have not won anything. <laughs> not since not since they, Ray Ray retired. They, since Ray Ray, they got humbled. Hold on, hold on. Yes, I'm glad you brought up the Ravens. You probably shouldn't have done that. No, I'm I'm cool with that. All right, guys, that was part of that was part okay, of what I wanted on. to do. So go ahead. Hold on, Ravens fans. Remember, I already told you what was going to happen. I already told you you've never been there, and you still haven't. You still haven't. This year, you found out what we found out last year. Sometimes, you know, it ain't about who the better team. It's about who they want to win. They weren't going to let us beat them twice in a row. They might not never let y'all beat them. But when we're healthy, you won't beat us. And that's you a fact. You said it, I didn't. When we're healthy, you haven't beaten us. They can say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Yeah, they're going to turn around and try say to say, well, Lamar's eight and whatever yeah, against, the, yeah, yeah, against, I, Joe, against it, it, Joe Burrow. Is he really? Is he really? Because he's like not. eight and one is what they said. He's not. He's not eight and one. He's not. He's not eight and one. He is not. Whoa. Enlighten, enlighten our listeners. You're eight and one against us. You're not eight and one against Joe. Stop it. 
Enlighten the listeners. Stop sir. it. Well, How many times have you played us? Right? Yeah. What would the what what is the correct record? The correct record is one and one. One and one alone. Okay? One and one only. Do explain. Okay. Let's do a little visit history. In twenty twenty. Yeah, you if you want to count that, that's fine. Okay, two and one. Two and one, you guys. Two and one. Because you beat us again without him. Doesn't matter. You beat us twice without him, actually. Yeah. Twice. We beat you once without Lamar. Actually, no, we beat you twice. We won't even count. three times. Well, we don't, you know, we're not going to count that. We're going to count just when Joe Burrow and, and Lamar played. It's two and one. Two and one. But that one victory we had was 41 to 16. In your place. (laughs) Say whatever you want. Same year we did our run. It happened. We beat you 41 to 21 the next time, but Lamar, he didn't want to get beat again, so he he got hurt on his record. He was still licking his wounds about his contract. That's whatever. And then the next year we beat you, what, twice, three times? Actually, it was. A hundred times. We beat him twice, once uh, Mm -hmm. to end the regular season. And then once in the playoffs because we we lost that one against them in the. Right, that's is that the two and one or is it three and one? Two and one. So technically, yeah, it was two and one. Technically, if you look at if you look at Cause, record versus cause, if you look if you at wanna, the record versus if you want to count this year, right? K one one one, right? If you want to count two, that's fine. He only played what a quarter plus. Yeah. Hold on, that doesn't count. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. And hey, we were winning that game, by the way. Wait a minute. So that you wouldn't count that as a win against Joe Burrow. You didn't play the whole game. It's not fair. Yeah. It's unfair to unfair to take that. No, I get I get what you're saying. Right? Yeah, no, without so, question. So so you got you got their count wins when Joe didn't play. That's what you're really doing. That's what they're trying. They're that's trying what, to that's what, see, that's what you're trying to do. Don't, they're don't, saying don't do that. Or what they might be trying to say is as far as is they or what they're trying to or what they it's may be trying to do. Okay. And this is the possibility as well. They All could right. be trying to say overall. Well, can't be overall either. That's also not true. <laughs> okay. How 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 you're eight? How 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 you have that many wins? You know, giving us one win. We beat you twice. Two times, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck, can you not count? See, Ravens fans, stop it. Stop it. Just just stop it. What is going on with the Baltimore uh, case in the system? Right? You guys are almost bad as the Chiefs. <laughs> Right? The Maryland. Can, can you not count? I just said we beat you twice in one year. Then we beat you twice again the next year. Where the fuck is 8-1 at? <laughs> Wait, will you count 2018, 2019 when Joe wasn't on the team? Wait a minute. <coughs> stop doing that. that. That Stop it. If you want to say Lamar Jackson against us, that's fine. I'm going to issue with that. But what did that – my question to you is what has that led you to? That leads to the Super Bowl? Did that lead you to the Super Bowl? No, it didn't. Because you can't get there. At least we know we can get there because we did it. No, we're about to we're about to settle a debate right now. We're, sure, about, we're about to settle this it. right now. Because it don't lie. Because technically, Lamar Jackson's first year in the mm-hmm. his year he got drafted was 2018. 2018. He didn't play until. Yeah, he didn't play till like damn near the end yeah, of the year. It went against us. Wasn't 18, it? 19, 20, what, what? 21, 22. So 20. Was it against us though? 18 and 19, no. Okay. 
12, 8, and 1. Where's it at, guys? Where's, where's it at? You show me where we played you. Not, we ain't played you nine times in, in three years. What the hell are you talking about? Okay. You want to count 2025? Count that year that didn't exist. That don't. Okay. The year, the best year in Lamar Jackson's career. Not this year. That year. That's fine. That's fine. Live off that year where you lost in the playoffs to Tennessee University. Is that what you want to do? We didn't make the playoffs, but God, I, I feel a hell of a lot better about 2022 than y'all should. Yeah. <laughs> we got a we got an actual excuse that makes sense. You have no excuse. Just like this year. You got no excuse. The excuse is just you, you wasn't as good as I, as you thought you were, and I said you wasn't because we played you twice. So what happens when you play a team twice? You know exactly how good they are and how good they ain't. Yeah. And I said that about. And I think their team's getting ready to change drastically. And I said that about the Browns because we played them twice. I'm like, you guys are not that good. So with that being said, let me ask you this, and I want your thoughts. I. I We'll go you first, and then I'll give you mine. All right. If you've had a chance to look at the amount of free agents for both teams, mm-hmm. I honestly think that Baltimore and Cleveland are going to take a step back. Well, they'll take a step back because we'll make them take a step back. A healthy Joe Burrow makes us better in both teams, like it has the last two years. Yeah. So they have to take a step back. Pittsburgh kind of concerns me a little bit because I think with the hire of Arthur Smith as offensive coordinator, his style of play of how he likes to run his offense fits more into what Pittsburgh likes to do. But Arthur Smith is not the quarterback. Yeah. And I just said, damn it, you got me messed up. Joe Burrow is better than all three of their quarterbacks combined. All their families, all their history. Come out, all the Steelers quarterbacks, all together. History of franchise. Joe's better than all of them. Take the whole history of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks, mold them into one guy. Joe's better than all of them. You wouldn't be wrong. When Joe's healthy, what we do? We beat him twice. So, yeah. We're, next, next question. So. Next question. <laughs> we damn did it two years in a row. We Denver did it twice in a row, and this dude threw, what, four interceptions and fumbled the ball, and we still should have beat him again. Should have beat him twice, two years in a row. Let's move on. No, I, I believe Let's move me. on. Let's, let's move on. So. Because Joe didn't play the Steelers. Not really. That wasn't Joe. Okay. Yeah, and Tiny Hands Pickett is. He played, uh, he played quite well, and they got bit, so well, there goes that. Never mind. I think he, I, let's move on. I think he's going to be probably gone. I don't even want to talk about next him. year. I don't talk about him. Let's move on. I said he'd be working with me in Amazon. I said that. Remember? Or Target somewhere. Right? Damn. What did I say? Two years yeah. he worked in Target. Well, here's here's the here's the last year. Right? Because you can't beat out Mason Rudolph. Well, I guess you don't shouldn't be playing quarterback anyway. No, you're not wrong. That's it. That's if they don't turn around and go and try to get Justin Fields. Start Mitchell Trubisky. Who cares? Give them who starts his quarterback. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Could be 9, 8, 8, 9, or whatever. Fuck. Whatever the fuck. So. Maybe 7 and 10 or something. I don't know. Whatever. So, Just, overall, in your opinion, mm-hmm. 
do you feel that, a matter of fact, not go off, matter of fact, let's say, not say feel. Okay. Because then that makes it sound like we're thinking emotionally. You want to think, lo- you want to think logically. Say it how you want to say it. Doesn't matter. Well, in your opinion. Yeah. Not my humble opinion. I, <laughs> your opinion is a lot more humble than I've heard some sports analysts. No, nah, man, in my in biased my opinion, Bengal in opinion, your, in your Bengal, in your esteemed Bengals, biased Bengal, in your esteemed there. biased Bengals opinion. That's right. Do you see this? Do you see this? Do you see the downfall that I think a lot of sports analysts and a lot of people are trying to say that they see? I don't. What downfall? The whole that, oh, Pat's unbeatable. Oh, my God. What downfall? We lost We lost one more fucking game than the year we went to the Super Bowl. What downfall? How about that? I bet you none of you out there recognize that. Did you know that? Did you realize that? Yeah. I, I did immediately. Yeah, immediately. I said we lost only one game. From 2021, we were 10 and 7 and, then and went to the fucking 2023. Bowl. We were 9 and 8. There you go. There you go. There you go. Like, so, what's all this? What's all the hubbub? What's all the woes mean? Right? Cleveland, you know, they got lucky. They could for one season. They, there's no win. I don't give a shit if Design Watson plays all 16 games or not. He's not good enough to do more than half those. It's just not. It just, it just don't seem like something. Something's missing. I watched them play. I, I don't. I don't see. And you I, and I. I and you and I, I watch. I and you and I watch football very differently than what I think a lot of people watch it. Definitely. Definitely. We both watch it in the form in the form of former players. Yeah, I, I just I just see things in Sean Watson that is disturbing and to me. He's not like for instance, some, some, something, like something for instance, up. like for it, going back to our conversation with James Rapine. Yeah. yeah. Like for instance, I don't think I didn't think that Jonah was going to be our long term uh, right tackle. Oh, absolutely not! He just had to play because we had to put somebody out there. Yeah, he was the best of what we had for sure, and he was familiar with playing right tackle. But it helped. That helped a lot. And it did. It if really he did. never played right tackle, shoot, I don't, I don't know. I'd have been more. I, I would have been more. I don't nervous. know. It'd have been him and Judd Carmen out there. I'd be like, man, one of them got to play. Somebody got to. I don't know. Like, I don't know. We had to go grab somebody or something. You know. That's why I'm feeling good about uh, bringing in, if we manage to sign him, uh, that Jermaine Illuminor. Which, shout out to you, sir. I would love to see if you would be able to contact one of us. Uh, It'd be nice. Yeah. We would love to have you on the podcast and talk some impending business. So... But uh, in your opinion, matter of fact, you know what? I'm about to turn around and look. See if it, see if he's uh, give it a whirl. I don't know. Yeah, because if he's got an Instagram and you can message him, give it a whirl. I don't know. Jermaine, you know we're not some weird stalkers. You know. Yep. There we go. We're podcasters. We just, we just, you know. We'll do it. We just. Uh, Copy. There's people that is, there's people that's passionate about our shit, and we just don't mind uh, 
Well, I'm not a reporter. I don't, I don't mind asking shit. Gotta ask it. Gotta, gotta, you know. See where your head and heart is. Ah, a raccoon. Oh, yeah, well, he's in there. He's a raccoon. Just went. Hmm. Yeah, well, he's on there, so yeah, well, we're gonna shoot him a message right. a little later on. See the raccoon. Where is it going? In the dumpster? He climbing up in there? He is. You motherfucker. That's a big motherfucker, ain't it? Hey, buddy. What are you doing? No, you can go in there. It's okay. I don't <laughs> want that shit. It's garbage. Come on. But anyway. Oh, I, I scared him, damn it. Sorry about that. We got, we got the saw a raccoon and got to fucking with him. It's <laughs> old Ricky Raccoon. Is yeah. He's, sorry. He's, so, anyway. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, though, that... Uh, because, like, we're going into a unique year that we've got one more year of Joe being on his rookie deal. And everybody's making a big thing about T. Hig about T. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of with you <laughs> if... And I'm also with James for our conversation. Address the address the offensive line in free agency, mm -hmm. so that way you're not so pressed to have to take a tackle, in case the guy don't work. In case because you feel like you had fucking egg in your face if you didn't address it in free agency, then got to the draft, took the tackle, and then the tackle didn't work out. So, basically, to make yet yeah, now they dropped that. So, so basically. With free agency around the corner, ah, the the guy that would be at the top of my list would be Jermaine Illuminor, if we can get him, if we can afford him. Hmm. Yeah, what do you think? Well, or I don't, I don't see how we, why we, or the, probably wouldn't be at it for. Oh, when you is it Michael or when you? He's 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 the one that's gonna be. I don't know that he's gonna be a. Uh, I don't know that he's gonna be attainable, but he's the one's gonna be hard to afford. Sure. Yeah, he's gonna ask for more than than, than Luminor. I would think so. He's actually he's a better player. Yeah. Yeah, you'd he, rank him obviously higher than Luminor, but a better player, better player than Jonah too. Yeah, at right tackle for sure, for sure at right tackle. Yeah, but. You know? But yeah. you, but, but he would also give the team, like James said, a certain bit of position flexibility too. Sure, yeah, tackle guard, sure. Yeah, I, I'm, so. with you. I'm with everybody on that. That's no issue. So the issue is the cost, of course, cost. Obviously, with, so. with with everyone that I mentioned, and you know that I was because in my because yeah, obviously with the first round, you can't spend that entire fifty nine mil. You're probably going to at least have to have about. Five, maybe seven. Mm -hmm. Five to maybe seven mil, give or take, to be able to sign your rookies. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, if they turn around and say they did address right tackle in the draft, I mean, not draft, but a free agency, mm -hmm. I kind of like the idea of flexibility in case, say, uh, Brian Tom. Uh, Brian Tom uh, that's Brian Thomas Jr. Yeah, that's that too. Yep, from LSU mm -hmm. can't, was was sitting there for us. Mm -hmm. Or say, hey, if the offensive line 
Because this is supposed to be a tackle-heavy draft. So it is. It is. Typically, tackle, typically, your best tackles are going to be within the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But uh, I don't know. You you tell me. Where, where are you at on that? What's the draft? We're gonna, we just, you know. We're going to draft by need, obviously. Free agency is actually going to help. Free agency will allow you to address a good amount. It's going to help. Like I think, like I think we'll address. I think we'll address tight end in the draft. Uh, Not draft, but uh, free agency. Right. I mean, I, I, I I believe we'll take a tight end at some point. But you know, if we address, I I don't think tight end is is a bigger need than, than than tackle. Hell, I don't think tight end would be a bigger need than necessarily even receiver, but, you know, I think an receiver is a big need. Yeah. Technically, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, receiver's not a need at all. True. You know, I mean, look, look, bad teams take same position every year. Right? That's what bad teams do. They, they double up on positions that they took previous years, and you're thinking, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. No, it goes we don't saying. do that anymore. <laughs> Yeah. We draft replacements for people when they need to be replaced. No, you're not wrong. You draft them before they need to be replaced. You don't. You do like a Belichick. It's better, it's better to let a guy go a year or two too or a year early than hang on to him and we, let him and let him go a year or two too late. We have hung on to my favorites for a very long time. And the Bengals have been very guilty in years past. One hundred percent holding on to guys 100%. longer than they probably needed to. We held on to guys because we were just so afraid to let them go. Yeah, I'm like no, that's not the NFL. That's not. That's not sports. It's not. No, you're not wrong at all. That goes hell. Damn near all Cincinnati sports have done that. Yeah, they've all done it. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. They did it. We held on to Bob Huggins clearly longer than we should have till it finally became obvious that we couldn't, right? And he found out about it. We had all the fucking replacements in the universe right there in the staff, right? We had three head coaches in the staff. I'm like, my God. And him. I'm like, "My, my goodness. You could have picked Andy Kennedy, Cronin. Any of them would have been fine right then and there. Yeah. We got Joey Votto. We hold on to him and hold on to him. When when the fucking Yankees wanted him, fucking Red Sox wanted him two or three years ago, we should have pulled the trigger immediately. We wasn't going anywhere, right? Oh, but he's so beloved. I'm like, if he's beloved, you do right by him. You don't hold on to him. And mediocrity. The thing is this, all right, T. We're going to do right by you, no matter what. Yeah. If you really want more money than we're willing to pay you, and there's somewhere you he really wants to go, and then that's, that's we do a tag and trade. I think we should again. send him where he wants to go. But we want him. I think they're going to make an honest effort to try to keep yeah, him. Yeah, we're not about to lowball you and sucker you. There's no reason to do that no more. Yeah. There's no reason to do that, but... But you ain't, you're not going to, you know, you know, you know, you're not holding us up for the bag. We got the bag to give to somebody else. We got a bag that we got to give. Yeah. Next year. Oh, yeah. 
So, come on now. And I think come what on, they man. probably need to do, and truthfully, like, for instance, I hope this happens. I don't know that it will. Like, for instance, I would like to see perhaps a couple restructures happen. And when I say this, I mean this with no disrespect to the players or to the team at all. So, with that being said, the first restructure I would like to see is Sam Hubbard. Because if you look at... Sam Hubbard's contract, his base salary is seven is seven point eight mil. Okay. And with that also being said, he had a signing bonus of two mil. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get a roster bonus of two hundred and twenty thousand plus a workout bonus of a hundred thousand. Okay. He's got a cap hit of ten million. And although if we cut, I right now he's in the best spot that he could be in. Mm-hmm. I don't know that cutting him would be necessarily worth uh, worth it because his cap is dead cap hit. His cap hit is high, but the dead cap is not bad. Okay. Cap hits at about ten million. So even if they restructured it, say seven eight, maybe cut that in half to say what about three. Mm-hmm. 3.5, 3.7. Uh, 3. Mm-hmm. So what's half of 7.8, sir? 7.8, that's... Uh, so if you restructured that to about mm-hmm. half. Three. Like 3, 4, 3, 5? Yeah. 3, 6? Yeah. So if you restructured that, converted a lot of that to a signing bonus, mm-hmm. that's going to free up money. And what? Free up money to sign Grover Stewart? Yes. To put next to you, Sam Hubbard? Yes. Or, le- here comes one that I would definitely be open to seeing if they would. Mm-hmm. B.J. Hill. Yeah. And B.J. Hill... Signed a three-year deal for about 30 mil. He's mm-hmm. sitting at about 7.2 mil. Mm-hmm. And actually, well, contract year, yeah. You could ask him, but doesn't mean he's going to do it. And he's at, he's at a 10. He's at, might as well say a 9 mil. Uh, might as well say an 11 mil uh, cap hit. With a $7.5 million, uh, actually, no, with a $3.4 million dead cap. Okay. If you cut him. So basically, where I'm getting at is I think be aggressive. I'd like to see the front office be aggressive. Mm -hmm. Maybe for some of the higher price contracts, see if they can try to restructure. do a restructure, convert some of that money to a signing bonus, so that way, hey, it's still freeing up money for you to be able to make, mm-hmm. 
to make uh, no make the necessary decisions that need to be made. Okay, so. Something else that hasn't uh, been totally discussed. Uh, Go ahead. One one Joe Mixon. Uh, Soundtrack wise, what what, yeah. what do you think there? You know? uh, tell you what, give me just right. a second and I'll bring him up. Where are you at on where are you at on his contract? Because he's I think he, uh what what was the number that James said? I'm trying to remember. Um, what did he say? Uh, yeah, well, there was a money there's a certain amount of money that he's due next year before March that if uh they decided to keep him well anyway. I don't want to. I don't want to be misquoted on anything because I. Sure. I imagine if we pulled up his pulled up that audio from that podcast, yeah, we figured out. Oh, he's a. It's a three million dollar roster bonus. Okay. So he's due two, four, six. Uh, he said about a cap hit of eight mil. Uh, if you did cut him, on one hand, yeah, that would free up a lot of money. It, it would. On the other hand, happen. he is a beloved figure in Cincinnati. It. I think that you also do have to look at the fact that I think uh, this goes back to what you and I have talked about on previous podcasts and mm -hmm. just talked amongst ourselves i do think they're gonna pick a i do think that they're gonna uh, try to shoot to grab a running back in the draft yeah but i mm, go ahead but but right but what in in this league right production is still production doesn't matter where it comes from and if you want to do running back community kind of like me and jay's talked about yeah. I'm okay with that, but production still is production. Yeah. If we brought him back under any circumstances, right, I think the role would be reduced a little bit. Yeah. It has to be. But dang, it's like, all right. You, you, you can say one thing, but you can't keep doing the other. It's like you can't say this guy's lost all this and that. You're still giving him the football. The majority of the time. And you look, and you take a look in totality at what he did. And I'm like, you tell me, just looking, does that look like something that's horrible? Does that look no, bad? That's not a, hor not a horrible stat line at all. It doesn't. With three receiving touchdowns. He had 12 touchdowns this year. Yeah, no, I get that. You know, in totality, despite all this, all these issues, right? 52 receptions, you know, three touchdowns, you know, carried the ball 250, 257. That's right on par with all these years, previous years. Yeah. That's right on par. Now, it doesn't seem like it, 
there's a lot of games that, yeah, we came on this very podcast that we should, would have got the ball more than 16 times. Yeah. No, that goes without saying. But I think, you know, coming up in the future, this next year is going to be, nope, we should have gave someone else the other carries. Right? Yeah. So he wouldn't have the majority of the carries. Till the late part of the year, we started giving Chase Brown the ball. I'm like, well, yeah. Well, then we, it, it, but it, we also started to figure out what we had in Chase as well. Which goes into yeah, exactly. basically the next part of what we're what I was gonna say is uh, where are you at on the uh, O line? Because I know everybody basically says that the O line was was ass, this that and the other. Were they great this year? No, I don't think so. But were they completely god awful? No, because it. If you look at stat lines and compare how many times Joe was sacked from year to year, actually still one of the better lines that he's had. Or would you disagree? It was the best line he had. Yes. The best offensive line he had by far. It ain't even close. It doesn't even make sense. Any, any, any. Sacks are going to happen. You also do have to look at the realistic standpoint of at the end of the day, would I love to see a game where Joe doesn't get touched at all? We both would. But when sacks happen, we just got to make sure that it's not at points where the game's on the line that could affect the outcome and make sure that we are working the protections to the benefit and to the strengths of the current core team, core offensive line that they have. Would that be would that be a correct way of putting it? Because sure. I I do well, here's my I let me finish my point real quick. Mm-hmm. Because I do think and I'm looking at it and I know the point you're gonna make when I say this. I do think because one thing that we do, we do a lot of wide zone, wide gap, wide zone gap running. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have the don't think we have the type of offensive line that is conducive to be able to run that. But I don't think it's a completely god awful, terrible offensive line. I just think that. We need to make some adjustments as far as to maybe looking more into what they do right. And I think they know what they do well at than just run, being determined that, hey, you're wanting to run something that, hey, you need a much more athletic group of linemen. But with that being said, I'm going to let you make your point, sir. Yay. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about to talk about your part. Can we about to talk about our, my part right after that? Yes. Because they're the two biggest they're the two biggest groups that everybody wants to talk about this year. That, that's perfectly fine with me. Let 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 me go back to my but a line point that I said right away. Okay, um, Joe had a calf injury. He was hurt, so we can only call certain plays because he couldn't run them, which was absolutely told to all of you. 
Yes. You cannot, you can't pretend like that wasn't said, like that didn't come up, that was asked. Coach answers these questions. You know, you got to sit and duck back there, and we're not calling the, we're not able to run the football like we need to because we can't call the plays that we need to call because we can't run them. Yeah. Right? Running a lot of stuff out of shotgun. We, we detailed this already. We, yeah. We detailed Mixon is not a good runner out of shotgun. Oh, yeah. We detailed that. It, it was, it's very clear. Not not not, not that it's, it's impossible, but it's very clear under center, whether it's Joe Burrow or Jake Browning, this guy runs the ball better with the quarterback under center. Very true. You can run the exact same play, the exact same blocking scheme. I don't know what it is. And I even think that the offensive line blocks better. When the quarterback's under center. Why? I don't know. They just do. It's clear. They do. Watch the 49er game. They do. Hey, wait. That was Joe Burrow under center. So, <laughs> so, so just, yeah. All right. Cool. Offensive line, play calling. You can't, you can't leave him out the dry like that when you, when the, when the guys hurt. You can't. And we did it. Game after game after game after game after game. No choice. We thought that was the best way. You know, at that point, they thought that was the best way for us to win. That did not work. That led to a lot of losses, a lot of blame being passed around, except for where the blame should have been squarely rooted. I thought the offensive line sack-wise was great. Oh, yeah. Sack, the sack-wise was tremendous compared to the last three, three years. I would agree. I would Should've agree. Them, they off considered. I said, Matt, just think about how many games we yeah, played. Yeah, because with having Joe and Jake back there, the sack right. numbers were a lot lower. Jake wasn't sacked a tremendous amount of time. No. He was not. Even in losses, he wasn't sacking that many times. Not that many. I don't think we had more than four in any game. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And Baltimore blitzes got crazily. Did they not? Yeah. So when they came in the game, they blitzed crazy the whole game. I was like, yeah, they sense blood, and they know we're shell-shocked, and they're blitzing. They didn't sack. They were hurrying him. Oh, speaking of that, that yeah, reminds yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, did you have, <laughs> did you want, did you, were you done with your point? No. Okay, no, finish your point first. Not at all. No, <laughs> finish your point first. It. Finish your point first. And then, 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 once Joe got healthy in that stretch in the middle of the season, Seattle, by week, 49ers, Buffalo, you know, on and on and on. I don't think anyone talked about the offensive line at all. Yeah. At that point, right? No, they won't. Okay, because Joe Burrow was healthy. And we could open the whole playbook up. And even the play calling. Oh, it magically got better. Well, it was Joe Burrow being healthy. That that eliminates bad play calling. It overcomes everything. It overcomes guys being out. overcomes guys being injured. It even overcomes fans being fickle. True. It even overcomes me. Joe Burrow being healthy. Say whatever you want. When he's healthy, you all seen and know what happens. You don't talk about the offensive line. You don't talk about Joe Mixon not running the ball and, and, and Chase dropping the ball and what he's hurt and, and all these excuses. No, it doesn't happen because we win games and you just, you know, that goes away. But you worry about Joe getting paid money that he 100% deserves? There ain't nobody in the league saying we shouldn't pay him. Uh, there's people trying to play the whole. Uh, no, we, we should be we should not pay them. All. Basically, they're trolls, sir. They, right there, you go. Right? To, there uh, you go. We can't lowball them because that's what that's what bad teams do. But, you lowball news yeah. your quarterback, and they go back to back to three and fourteen and, and all that stuff because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, no, we're not going to be able to survive even with all the rest of the talent because the quarterback 
that helps. He, and the most he, integral he, part of the team. He eliminates things that you guys don't see, that I see, and that Anthony sees. Yeah. Because we look beyond what is just, you know, face value. Well, I but understand. You, like, but okay. in the course of the game, you and I will look at each other. Because, like, put it this way. Like, the games we go to. Yes. Because we, we're season ticket holders. We, we uh, Yeah, we share the season. Yeah, we... We split the cost on them, and basically, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of verbal cues that we give each other, and there's a lot of lot of nonverbal cues. You know, when I see a sack happen, and the first thing I'm looking down, and you see me looking at the sideline, I'm th- probably thinking, "All right, what the fuck? What the fuck is uh, is uh, Frank Pollock and Zach Taylor and the offensive coordinator trying to do?" Wonder what's going on down there. Who's who's uh, saying what? Da, 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 da. Sure, I yell touchdown a lot before the play. Close to being concluded. And nine times out of ten, I yell a lot. I've noticed that you throw that, as soon ball, as that ball. As soon as you see that ball getting thrown, touchdown. Throw the ball where I see it's a touchdown. If you just get it there, it's there. It's there. I'm yelling. It's not play calling. It's not necessarily play calling and and wins that I worry about. Because sometimes it's, it's it's not that good either. Yeah. I'm not one to be like, oh, it's only bad play calling because we lost. No, it's not. We've had some great call games and losses. The Baltimore game was not a terribly called game. It wasn't horrible. Oh, no, it wasn't at all. It wasn't horrible that first game at home. Damn it. We, we just didn't win the game. Yeah. Period. We were winning the game. Joe brought us back. And make sure we were ahead in the fourth quarter. They just scored in the end. No, yeah. No, what can you do? He was hurt. It, you know, it, we did the best we could with, with what we had. Much better success the next game. That we won. Yeah. And then everybody, everybody wanted to say, oh, well, yeah. <coughs> our run defense was absolutely terrible. Well, it got off to a very misleading start. Okay, we played two teams back-to-back weeks in the Browns and the Ravens. They both knew our quarterback was hurt. We did not play well on third down against either team, with the Browns being the worst of the year. That's the worst third down percentage I think we've ever had under Joe Burrow. Right? The worst performance of his career, 85 yards passing, right? Yeah. 85, 84, whatever it was. Just remember that Remember that we got to the red zone three times and got no points. Yeah. The one time we kicked the field goal was a long field goal, and he made it. The rest, we were in position to score. We didn't score no points. Yeah, no, you're not. Zero wrong. points. They had 24 because they scored three times. We got there and got nothing. So, there you go. There's that. Time possession, 40 minutes. Way too much. Guess what? Next game, same deal. Time possession, 39 minutes. Way too much. I don't care how good our defense is constructed. No defense is constructed to play 40 minutes out there in the field. No, you're of not a 60-minute game. In case you guys didn't know out there, the game was 60 minutes. I just detailed that the Browns had the ball for 40 minutes of the 60 in the first game. Ravens had it 39 minutes of the second game. And I know because I watched both games, one live, one at home. That's that, 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 that's, that's. Oh, and the Browns ran the ball 40, uh, almost 40 times. And I think Baltimore ran it like 36, 37. 
That sounds about right. So, yeah, you're going to give up yards. It doesn't make no difference what team you're. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it does not matter. It just, it just, the amount of attention. I just would, I just think that we, I think as we as fans need to be realistic with our expectations. Well, look. And, like, is it okay to be fickle from time? <laughs> is it okay to be fickle? Yes. When, heck, even I'm fickle sometimes when it comes to the Bengals. I know Will probably is at times. I'm fickle, but geez. Remember, I look inside the game. I understand why we lose games. I understand why. Yes, both of us do. I 100% understand why we lost those two games, even though they were different games. Yes. Totally different games. Some of the results were the same. Yeah. Play the Rams, play better on third down, stop the run. We beat them. And we didn't play good at all. Yeah. No, we played terrible. It was a terrible called game. Right? McVay was great. It's like Hawk was great. Just they sucked. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Didn't have other players. That's why I said we better win this damn game. They're not playing with nobody. It's like the Browns in the last game of the season. Yeah. We didn't win them two games. So shit. Just, okay, then if you guys want to be fickle, we'd have lost those two games, then fine. We wouldn't be fine. having this conversation. Fine. I wouldn't say nothing. I'll let y'all say anything you want. Yeah. And then the games against Jacksonville. Buffalo, Seattle, them teams were almost totally healthy. 49ers, right? Same team in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We went to the house and drubbed them. We didn't drop with nobody. No no excuses. Nobody's hurt. On the offense end, okay, they, I think Trent Williams was out, and I think Debo was out. Yeah. But they're still home. It's still McCaffrey, right? They still got the great play call in the Shanahan and all Man, the Man, they, they pretty much made – they made uh, – Shanahan's play calling looked look uh looked pretty sus- bad. Yeah, it looked bad suspect. Because our talent level is high. Oh yeah. You can't out scheme talent on the other side of the ball. Matter of fact, I'm looking here right now. Uh says yeah, our max recording time's getting ready to conclude. So what we're gonna right, do, yeah. we're gonna transition and I'm gonna let Will finish up his point yes, and yes. then we're gonna and then we're gonna transition into the next segment. So Don't touch that dial, folks. All right. Part two of our continued point of the last segment, because Spotify for podcasters only gives us about an hour full. So I'm going to turn it back over to Will. So, Will, go ahead. Okay. The the issue with the offensive line is actually – it's attributed to the defensive line as well. A lot of people brag on the offensive line because of the amount of sacks. You, defensive I, line, obviously, the lack of lack of, uh, lack of uh, interior lack of and exterior rush. pressure. And early, early season against the run, we we started off pretty poorly because we played running teams. Yes, we played a lot of them, and we couldn't convert third downs because Joe was injured. Yeah, so our play calling was a little stiff. Yeah, you know? it was stiff. It wasn't. There was no creativity to it because they didn't think that while they said, I believe they said he can run your offense. I'm like, it didn't look like it. That couldn't be true, right? Because like I said, our offense is an all shotgun. It's not. It's not even, that ain't even close. We have a ton of more formations. All the tight end formations, we didn't do any of those. Right? True. Double, triple, we did none of those. First four games. We didn't really break the, the dual tight end side until the 49er game. The yeah. 49er and Jacksonville game where the tight ends became, you know. 
right? Even a little bit in Seattle. The Titans became a focal point. Right? Cause uh, people, you got to throw the Buffalo game in there, too. Buffalo, too. But, you know, we beat them by, you know. You know, we just kick their fucking teeth in. Yeah, we're just better than them. I just I keep saying <laughs> I keep saying that and they keep being true. So and as much shit as I talk, our guest Rich, who was uh, kind enough and actually is my former boss, mm-hmm. was kind enough to come on the podcast. Yeah, uh, we're just you know. yeah. So shout out to Rich as well. We love Rich, but we're just better than him. Yes. You know, he got a whole stadium named after him. It's all good. <laughs> right, Dunny, or Dunny, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, okay, people, people laugh about the, so the pass rush waned at the end. It, it kind of did. It kind of did. It, multiple injuries here and there, back and forth. Yeah. The offensive line, very healthy all year. I'll take it. Yeah, it's actually the healthiest it's been in a long time. I'll take it. I don't, I don't understand. What do, what do you want? You want fucking, you know, what do you want? Kappa, right? Yeah. Harris, Wilson, they all played better than they did the year before. Uh, I was, I was Kappa kind of took a step back. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought his, his. If you look I, at, I if, thought his pass he, protection he, was always eh, fine. He was always a he was always a much better run blocker. Well, yeah, his run blocking wasn't terrible. Yeah, but he kind of. I never far thought. As it, from, I don't think it dipped. It, I think when they look, when I say that it dipped a little bit, I think they're looking at it because normally he's a very disciplined player. Mm-hmm. He kind of had some questionable calls thrown on him in the course of the year that normally were out of character for him. Sure, but I don't think that's him dipping. I think that's him trying to work. Uh, that still can, could be considered a dip, sir. Yeah, because he tried to work. I thought, but I mean, I think overall his run, run blocking and pass was better than last year. No, okay. No, I get where you're going. And I think Tez was too. I know Bosa was. Like 100%. If, if there's anybody that, on the line that needs to stop getting so much flack as Boston, he wasn't a turnstile path protection like he was the year before. He was, I, and he was bad early, and everybody knew it, and everybody yeah. focused on him. They didn't do it this year. Yeah, because I they know didn't a, lot do of, much. a lot of people are calling for him to be replaced by just anybody. They didn't care who replaced him. I'm and like, I'm, no, I'm with you that if Volson and the other thing, and I'm going to say this as a former mm-hmm. offensive lineman, keep this in mind. Mm-hmm. This is at the high school level. This is at the college level. This is at the pro level. It typically takes two to three years to really develop especially at the pro level, to really get used to the speed of the game, get used to how things move, get used to really get things right. It takes two to three years. I think that Volson, I think Volson's going to make a leap this year. This is, or at least this is my hope. That Volson makes a leap and that we will... See the Bengals take the ultimate st- <coughs> step going forward. So back to you, sir. Well, well given where Bolson was drafted, I think he's playing absolutely fine. Oh, I agree. So, I don't even know what y'all see. See, see, see there you go. No, I agree. See that? Right. That's everyone not. How do you not know? You know where Bolson was picked. He wasn't the first. Well, one remember, picked. remember, I yeah. sat down and watched a lot of the right? all twenty-two footage yeah. when we when. Well, uh, you know, 
if like especially if we end right. up waiting until the next day to sure. Sure. record the post game. But remember, this is for this is for the the, the, the naysayers who said the line was bad. Yeah, this is so. for you and me. This is not me talking to you. You know, I know, you know, right? I'm, I'm, well, that you and I, I, I I'm, I'm telling them for where he was picked and the way he started off last year. Oh no, I didn't even. I, what? Come on. Yeah. Come on now. So come on now. Before we conclude the show, was there uh, you mentioned wanting to talk the secondary for sure. a little bit? But I'm gonna I'll wait. But I'm gonna mention Jonah Williams too. I ain't gotta mention Orlando Brown. He played like I thought he played. Actually, uh, actually, they said it was. A, they said a lot of people say some, he did. Some of the speed rushers that always kind of sort of gave him problems, kind of sort of got a couple sacks here and there. But I keep telling you, it's because of the lack of mobility and play calling. That was just it, was, it. It didn't. It didn't fit. Yeah. You can't. You have him back there sitting them duck. You got to protect that investment that is Joe Burrow. You, if, if his calf is hurt and he can't move, you have extra protection. Folks will just attack the pocket because that's where he's going to be. Yeah. When he was healthy, you couldn't do that. We rolled him out. He moved. He ran for first down. He scrambled. Yeah. He got out of sacks. I'm like, see, that's when he does that. That's that's what we became. We became. I don't know. Not omnipotent, but you know, became pretty pretty damn good football team at that point offensively. Okay, well, let's go to John Williams because you know, spending free agency notwithstanding, right? He won't be back. Nope, he won't. But he played way better at right tackle than left tackle. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. That's he, it. He played better at right tackle than. And left I'm tackle. gonna say this because, well, frankly, <laughs> I'm gonna just say it. He is complete garbage as as a left tackle. He was average. Actually, maybe garbage is a bit harsh. No, he I mean, was he was average. Garbage. He was average. Maybe. He wasn't he wasn't the he wasn't when dumb. you think left tackle you <laughs> when you think top tier left tackle you don't think Jonah Williams. No, he was at the, he was a, he was a couple tiers below. He's about lower mid tier. That's right. If you teared up one two three four five, he was three. Okay. I was gonna say he'd be like four. Nah, I'd say like six. Six, uh, one, two, and three, four, five. We're going five. Six. It. it was somewhere Don't between six. six. Somewhere between six and ten is where I'd have them. No, no, not, 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 not. Because I can think of, I can think not, of them no, about eight or number. nine. I'm I can think about, of. No, I was talking about tiers. Not ranked six. Oh. In the Hell no. I just, in the league, he was like 11, 12 to me. I could think of twelve, but that's not. I mean, he's in the second and third tier. Give or take. Okay. Yeah, he ain't in the top tier. He ain't in the bottom tier. He's not in the middle. He may be a little better than average. Maybe a little, just a tiny bit. He, as a tackle in general, he's fine. He's fine. But to put him on the left side, put him against, say, the likes of a Miles Garrett or a – uh, Should he be in the best lineman spot? No. No. He shouldn't. Because typically your left tackle goes to the more athletic, the more fat, the quicker – your best line. You're gonna always. You're gonna always put your best lineman at the left tackle spot because your quarterback's right-handed. That's it. That's what. That's what makes sense. Yes. That's the only reason why your left tackle is the best lineman normally. Normally. Yes. Because your quarterback's right-handed. That's it. 
Yeah, that's it. And like I said, Jonah played better right tackle. Yeah. Right so Leonard Brown played fine. I thought he played equal to his Chiefs last year with the Chiefs. You know, that's fine when the Chiefs said he was absolutely terrible, which is absolutely not true. Which you know, it's okay. You know, spoiled milk, right? You want to go on to the secondary? Let's let's go. Yeah, we can go ahead and do the secondary. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go. So go ahead and uh, no, you go ahead and start, sir. Yeah, because we're gonna start off with the fact that Cam Taylor Brick got hurt. Well, he's playing phenomenal. He's Early. Did you say phenomenal or fuck nominal? Phenomenal. Okay, I thought you said fuck. It could be fuck you nominal. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He played Provo nominal. <coughs> on the way. In his second year, okay? Come yeah, on. Made a huge leap. He was he was hey, he was he was doing He was doing his thing. He was don't throw there. But but you know what everyone else did? They just threw it everywhere else. I'm like, fuck. Ah, but you notice they still like Josh Allen still kept trying to test him. It's Josh Allen, okay? It's, we're not doing that. We're better now. <laughs> we don't keep, look, we don't, you don't keep bringing up Josh Allen and Buffalo. We're better now. That's fine. They know it. Y'all know it too out there. We're better in Buffalo. So, so what happened was, we thought maybe we'd get uh, somewhat close to a healthy Ouzier back, which I, I don't think we did. He seemed a little bit, you know, right? I think if he comes back, I think he'll be fine. But yeah, if he come back and be fully healthy, I think he's fine. Something wasn't right. You know, he wasn't he wasn't all the way up to speed. He didn't seem as fast and quick as he normally is. His physical at the line of scrimmage. Something was off. Something was wrong. Okay, okay. Let's move on to Hilton. Hilton, in my view, you know, I think he's getting long in the tooth. You know, he's good for what he does. But I think I'd keep him most. I'd go ahead and find another nickel corner, but use uh, Hilton more or less in the blitz packages. Yeah, I would almost, I would almost try Ivy there personally. Ivy or Davis, we don't know what we got. He got hurt. Ivy got hurt too quick. I think he is perhaps the successor. Anyway, can we drafted him not? We need to draft him to play special teams. I don't believe that to be true. Jalen Davis, yes, he's special teamer. He's really good at special teams. Yeah, he, he's okay in the slot. He's all right. Long term, no, no, I don't think. I don't know if long term, he's a better, you know. And then I think we can put Cam Taylor Britt in there just to cover people. It doesn't matter. Right? He's yeah. In, he's in there to cover ass. He's, that's, go cover this guy for one or two plays. Inside. Go get him. It's what you do anyway. All right, er, er, okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to battle, right? Let's go to battle. Get up and down here, rookie. You know, they're gonna struggle. They're gonna they're gonna struggle. They're that that's that's a that's a given. They're gonna struggle. He played. He played very good physical against the run. I mean, his first couple starts. He had ten tackles first start. Was, uh, was that Baltimore? I think first start. Yeah. yeah. Tough team to start off with in his first start, right? You know. Yeah. yeah. He looked. He looked a little bit. I don't know. He looked a little bit stiff in his pass coverage in Baltimore. But it wasn't. Ter it wasn't terrible. You know. We'll go right. You know, go. We get go there. Because you know the next two guys, no particular order, right? Yeah. I'm going to talk about two guys from here that got a lot of flack this year for two totally different reasons. Go ahead. Let's go to the, let's go to the elephant in the room right away before I get there. I'll talk about Dax last. Let's go. Nick Scott. Nick Scott right away. Let's go right, <laughs> let's go right away. Why the hell did I not why, guess Why that? wait, why why wait any longer, that? right? He's the, the focal point of this whole damn defense, actually. 
You would think that everything was Nick Scott's fault. Here's what Nick Scott did. Nick Scott was a pretty short tackler. He showed pretty good speed. Actually, pretty good range. Did he always do exactly what he was supposed to do on that play? No. Uh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I would agree. No, he didn't. I would agree with Did you he look that. lost sometimes? Yes, the hell he did. He a, lot a, lot, a lot of times. A lot of the times. He time. looked lost a lot of times. But damn, I he looked lost and still made tackles. That's 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 ain't that ain't too bad. <laughs> that ain't too bad. So what we need to do is probably give him a better direction of what the fuck to do. Say, look, hold on. <laughs> If you get lost out there, go tackle the guy with the ball. Fuck. That's not making it too difficult for this guy because maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Battle is super smart. You don't have to do that. He's smart enough to know where he's supposed He is where he's supposed to be. It's can he make the fucking tackle? We know Nick Scott can tackle. That's for sure. It didn't take right away. First game, Cleveland. He's out there tackling. I'm like, well, he can tackle just fine. Look at that. He wasn't where he's supposed to be. I don't know what the fuck he was doing there, but he was there tackling. Is it a problem? Yeah, no. If he'd have made a couple of interceptions, which he didn't do, that, that, that was a liability. He didn't know where he's supposed to be. He didn't make any plays on the ball. He didn't have any interceptions, no fumble recoveries, no fumble force, no. You know, he was just, all right, well, I'm the 11th guy on the defense, right? I'm number 11. I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be exactly. But, okay, that guy has the ball. I guess I'm going to run and chase him. Probably my fault that he's wide open, right? <laughs> I don't know it, though. Yeah. It's going to make the tackle. So he's the focal point. And, and and I wasn't surprised that they replaced him in the starting lineup. I thought he would be replaced anyway. I did. I thought he would. The bigger issue with Nick Scott is, sure, he's a basic average player. I didn't expect him to make a bunch of plays, but he's fast enough to... Fast enough, once you get his head twisted on right, so where to be? Like, I yeah. think he'd be a really good blitzer, but we didn't do it. Why? He's really fast. Yeah, because blitzing, blitzing is all about, yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. timing. Yeah, right. Time it up, and then you don't have to worry about where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to go blitz. Oh, You're okay. Your job is to kill the quarterback. That's probably what he'll do. Simplify it a little bit for him. You can make it complicated for battle. Defense should be that complicated anyway. Not really. All right, let's go to DJ Turner. Because, you know, because everybody's up and down. First off, DJ Turner was not supposed to play as much as he did. Yeah. I just named three cornerbacks that was supposed to play over him anyway. <laughs> he was supposed to be he wasn't brought in to start, which he had to do because of injury. Yeah. Which is always bad when you start a rookie when he ain't supposed to. Because, well, some, some, every once in a while, sometimes they'll flourish. And sometimes they'll get burnt. We've seen both. <laughs> We've seen both sometimes in the same game. We've seen them get burnt and flourish in the same game. Twice in a row. I'm like, wow, they are really picking on him. But I'm not mad that they are because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. But this year is a big that's that but this is still a big year for DJ Turner. I expect him to dang near uh unless we sign somebody really good, I expect him to start. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he's gonna probably play the Eli Apple role. Except he's better. Yep. Because he's more aggressive. He's faster. He'll challenge you. He probably will get picked on a little bit less than he did in his rookie year. He 
He'll probably make a couple more plays. I think they'll try to avoid. I think they'll try to avoid Cam Taylor Britt. Probably, or, or maybe not. maybe they won't. Remember, they, remember they started out not avoiding him at all, even though he's playing great. I'm like, wow, you still not avoiding this dude? He's playing fantastic. Yeah, speaking of Josh Allen, right? <laughs> but look how many weeks that was into the year. That was like the first, second, third week. This halfway to your next, I'm like, why are you throwing the ball over there that much? This guy's playing great. He had what three receptions? Four? Yeah. All right, that leads me to Dax Hill. Dax Hill started off great. Then first two or three games, even though defense got worn down, Dax played great. Yeah. All over the place. Interceptions, fumbles, everything. Tackles. I think what happened? He got tired. He got worn down. It's hard to be everywhere. When you got one guy, Nick Scott, who don't not sure where he's supposed to be, right? <laughs> you got to cover for that. Then you got another guy who know where he's supposed to be, but can he get to where he's supposed to be? It's a rookie. You got it. You got to help. For yeah. That. Then you got another rookie who ain't supposed to play. Really fast, really talented, but they're picking on him. So you got to try to help with all that. You can't help everywhere. And Dax is just second year player, right? So you add that up. That's the issue with the secondary. Which is and tied into what? The pass rush. Yeah. The reason why the secondary struggled and looked to struggle so much is because the pass rush struggled. They work in unison. Yeah, they very much do. They work in unison. We got a whole healthy secondary back, which I thought we would have, which we almost never had at any point, seemingly. Like, we never had them all out there at the same time, or probably someone hurt, and, you know, right? Like there's always somebody hurt in the secondary. Always. Yeah. It's always last year. And with Joe being hurt too. Like that that's not a good combination. Oh yeah. No, and with not. Joe hurt, we're we're on the field a lot of defense. That hurt guys in the secondary, that means they like even team like Arizona, would they say, Well, well, which one of the guys in the secondary is not supposed to really be that wouldn't normally be there? We're going at that guy. Jalen Davis is out there, we're throwing it. I'm like, I'm like no. Jalen Davis should not be out there covering Hollywood Brown. What happened? It was a touchdown. Yep. And Denver didn't score any points. Except that. They figured, all right, it became a weekly thing. Who is not out there that should be? We're going at that guy. Awuzie doesn't look healthy. Right? What did Baltimore do? They threw at him. I'm like, fuck, that's not normally the case, right? Yeah. Right? First game. Awuzie, I don't know. We don't know if he's, right? He didn't look right. Let's go at him. That would, They would have never done that if he was healthy. They wouldn't have. No team would ever just throw it away repeatedly if he was healthy. So something when he wasn't quite back. So when I say let's take a chance, I don't know. Will Wuzie have a high price tag? He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Oh, yeah. I don't think he should. I'm not saying this guy's a two, three million dollar guy. No, probably more than that. But he can't be no more than, than, than eight or nine in my view. What, do like a one year nine mil? He can't be much more than that. If we can get Gilmore for 11 and 12, shoot, we'll look at it. It's worth a shot. Yeah. It's worth a look-see. No, you're not wrong. So. Does anybody else in the secondary you want to talk about? I don't think I did. I thought no. I covered everybody. So. And Jane Live is a big mystery. In the one quarter plus, he played, played pretty good. Yep. So. On that note, guys, we're going to go ahead and call it. Uh, first off, we want to thank those of you that follow and listen to the show. Thank you very much. We sincerely appreciate it because we we're just a couple of goons that we just love to come on and talk about our talk about our bangles. Mm-hmm. Also, 
there are some stuff coming, some more stuff coming down the pipeline that we're working on, working in the background. Like, for instance, with uh, our most recent episode, we did interview James Rapide. We're working on trying to see if we can get some more interviews, cut to some more potential interviews. So be on the lookout for that. Follow the Facebook page. Literally, if you're not following on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, give us a follow if you're listening. If you're listening, which you and you like what we're talking about, because that's just going to help us get more out there with the other Bengals podcasts and help more people find us. So, with that being said, I first off want to say who day. And we will see you guys on the next one.